Welcome, YouTube creators, to the Tube Labs podcast, because you can't experiment enough or talk too much YouTube. Welcome to the Tube Labs podcast. I am your host, Rosh Sillers. It's so good to have you here. I'm very excited to share some information with you about some of the things I'm doing on YouTube. But I want to also share with you an, a comment that I received the other day. And it's a typical, typical comment. And this comment was a, a nice comment, ultimately. I mean, it wasn't designed to be rude. Many of us who have YouTube channels will find that we have trolls. And I'm very fortunate. And I'm setting myself up right now. I'm setting myself up. I don't have a lot of trolls. I really don't. And, and so that's a good thing. However, some of us do. But some of us also have people who have good intentions and are saying, you know, I'm so sorry. How do you keep mo motivated? This is the, 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 uh, the comment. How do you keep motivated? How do you keep motivated 10 years without success? And I thought it to myself, say, what do you mean without success? And that's what I said. And I want to share with you my comment back because this will help you as you think about your YouTube channel, because some of you are out there thinking, I don't have any success. And you probably have more success than you think you do. And I'm going to read my comment back. No success, question mark. I've successfully enjoyed creating many videos where people can see them around the world during the last four years, which is true. And many thousands of people have seen them. And people are watching your videos too, especially if you have a few, a number of videos. You'll see that people are finding your videos around the world. That is an opportunity that was not available not that long ago. For many of you, it seems normal, but this is a new thing. I mean, 15 years ago, beyond that, it was not so normal to be able to do this. And I said, during the last four years, because that's the time in which I focus. There are some videos, as I've mentioned before, and I'm going to talk about this less and less over time because I'm sure people are getting tired of it. But there are videos out there that say, oh, he's been on for 10 years plus, and how, how come he doesn't have any success? And I say, well, you know, no, I've been focusing on about four years. And, and, I've, and to continue the comment, I earned great opportunities because of the video, such as new work, which is true. People have found me because of my videos and offered opportunities in consulting and work. I've, here's the biggest one for me. I've made friends. I've made a lot of friends through this channel and being involved in the YouTube community. I can't tell you, my network of friends has broadened so much. That alone is a great success. And I hope the same for you. If you really engage with the people that come to your YouTube channel, and eventually some of them very well may be friends. Let's see, I've helped thousands of people with information, that, as I mentioned. Many, many videos have thousands of views, one over 100,000 views, many over tens of thousands of views. And my channel is growing faster than most who take five years to get to a thousand subs. So I'm at just under 3,000 subs for a channel that hasn't been that focused, quite honestly, over four years. And for some, that may be just not enough. You think you should have 10, 20, 100,000, and that's fine. Every channel is different. And I'm going to, I'm going to discuss 
my experience and what I am doing with another channel, which may also be very helpful to you in that discussion. I keep motivated because I enjoy making and sharing videos. Thank you for asking. So this person wasn't trying to be rude. And a lot of people do ask this. And if I go back over, maybe there are people who are asking such questions in the comments. It happens pretty much every time. But that's okay. That's okay. That, I mean, that is part of it. So let's talk about what really is success. Hopefully, that comment back gave you a sense of what I meant by what I mean by success. And I, I often go back to the idea of, okay, our friend Andrew over at TubeBuddy said, okay, it takes about the average, based on their data, the average YouTube channel five years to get to 1,000 subs. So if you got to 1,000 subs before five years, you're ahead of the game. You are successful. You're above the top 50%. How is that? Isn't that good? And if you enjoy videos, that's very successful too. Now, different channels have different growth patterns and they grow for different reasons. Some get a viral hit. Some are just grinding it out over time. I know people who have hit 10,000 subscribers in three, four years and feel like, man, I'm just not successful. Of course you are. Of course you are. Especially if you have come, people coming in and watching your videos. You're probably, you're probably influencing more people than you realize. And that, that is super important. I think a lot of times we get down on ourselves for the wrong reasons when trying to grow a YouTube channel. And one of the things that I have done, and I've said, mentioned this before, my photography, my photography YouTube channel, I put a cap on. I made the decision to not add any more. I, I, I I made the decision to stop at about two, a little over 200 videos. Basically, I have 200 videos on that channel to support photographers with the business. And I'm done because I can now focus on what is working. See, one of the ways to grow a YouTube channel is to look into your analytics and see which of the videos do people watch and is getting momentum. Well, with my channel, it's the tutorials. But I don't want to do tutorials on this channel. Um, that it's a tutorial that has over 100,000 views and many others like that. And I have a business, Rosh Media YouTube channel. And actually, recently, over the summer, I put a video up on how to add videos to playlists on YouTube because people were having trouble finding it. I was having trouble finding it. I eventually found it and showed people how to do it. And it already has 20,000 views. So that really, I just made the decision, look, where I seem to where I seem to have success is in the tutorials. But I enjoy the stuff I do on this channel, the Rosh Sillers channel, so much. So what am I going to do? Uh, I am going to and have committed to creating more. And it's a great opportunity to create more of what people want from me specifically, which are the tutorials. And so with the new Google Analytics that has come out, that's important. And so I can create some success and growth there and feel good about that. But how fast should you grow? And this is the problem. A lot of times people feeling like, you know, they, they, they put a search in, this, in the search box on YouTube 
and they see all of these all these channels with thousands and maybe millions of subscribers. Or maybe they're suggested a video and they find another YouTuber and that person has thousands and tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands of subscribers. And you think, oh, all the people have that many subscribers. And that's not true. The majority of people, actually only about 3% have 10,000 subscribers of all the YouTubers and channels. Think about that. 3%. That's not very much, right? Get higher than that. 20,000, 50,000. It's a very small percentage that make it to that point. And quite often, if you ask many of those successful YouTubers, you'll find out it was years before they got to those points, especially when they hit millions or hundreds of thousands. I mean, they've been on for three, five, seven years before they had anything big. I, I, I saw a conversation back and forth. When, when this conversation was going on, they were talking about, you know, one person was like, oh, man, I, four, five years, and I only have 10,000 subscribers. And the other person said, well, it took me, you know, in five years, I only had 7,500 subscribers. Again, it's all relative to the type of channel you have. You will notice that a lot of channels, unless somebody has a great personality or it's aimed at kids, the two areas that I see that grow the fastest um, are aimed at younger people or are educational tutorial channels, people looking for a specific uh, answer to something. Now, I don't have much to offer to kids. I'm a business person. I, I do well in business and I share that information. But if I want to grow quick, then I have to have a pure tutorial channel. And that's what I've done. I've just I decided, okay, I resisted. I, do, I did what I had to do for a period of time, which was create the channel that I have and then create the photography channel for my photography community. And I feel very good about many of those videos there. And now I have, I'm ready. I am ready. And a lot of times you and I are not ready for what we need to do. Sometimes we have to get it out of our system, the stuff, just the stuff that we think we want to do, need to do. And one thing you can't do is listen to other people telling you what kind of channel you should do. Because people tell me all the time, oh, you should do a gaming channel. Why should I do a gaming channel? And there are people in the comments who tell me what kind of channel to do. Change it over to this. You'll have success. No, I won't. No, I won't. Because I, for the same reason, I closed the other channel. I closed the other, the photography, not closed it, but I stopped. I put a cap on the photography business channel because I burned out. So if you do things that will burn you out, it's not worth it. No, you won't have success. This channel, although many wonder, why is it a slow-growing channel? I don't know. I get 100, 200 new subs a month. I'm pretty happy with that. But if that's your judgment, I'm going to be successful on this channel too. It may grow slower than my other channels, that I'm going to be successful because I'm not burning out. And if you want success, you have to do something that doesn't burn you out and stop chasing topics. Somebody suggested I should do a gaming channel the other day. On what? And what, why would I do something that is not going to be of interest and that I would burn out on quickly? So, you know, that's, that's really what it comes down to. Your success is so relative. The fact is, you have to enjoy what you're doing each time 
you, you turn on that camera and, and go through and edit it and upload it and press publish, it has to be something you enjoyed doing because if you did not enjoy doing that and you've successfully, successfully published a video that you enjoyed doing, I think, I think ultimately you will, you are a success. I mean, because you're going to keep going and keep doing what you want to do. I think ultimately if you're moving forward, you're adding subscribers and adding viewers and doing what is necessary, you are a success. There is no way you cannot compare. The biggest way to failure is to compare yourself to other people in life in general. That is even more so here on YouTube. Even more so on YouTube. Listen to me. Even more so on YouTube if you are comparing your channel to other people's channels. You have no idea why in the behind the scenes of the channels that you're comparing yourself to. There is only one channel and one person to compare yourself in terms of success. That is you. If your channel is bigger next week than it was last week, congratulations. You are successfully moving forward. And as long as you continue to do that, I'm, I, I think you're going to be all right. And keep moving forward with looking into the analytics and seeing what is working. And when you see what's working and what people, your audience, is actually interested in, you're going to find more success because those people will come back because you're offering them what it is that you... See, sometimes sometimes we think we know what we want to offer, but, you know, we really... we. We think we know, but it's really not what we're best at or what people want from us. Think about the things that people ask you on a regular basis. Think about the things that people ask for advice from you on on a regular basis. I think sometimes we feel that we're not making a lot of money. We're, we're not successful on YouTube. There are multiple ways to be successful on YouTube. And let's kind of go through those again based on that comment that I shared with you earlier. First one I think in, is probably the most prevalent for everyone is influence. The influence you have on YouTube. When one or 10 people sees you and your information or your entertainment on YouTube, you have influenced them in some way. It could be positive or negative. It, it, it just depends on the channel, what you're trying to accomplish. But think of a room of 10 people staring at you and listening to what you say. Now, think of a room of 20 people, 100 people, 1,000, 100,000, which is my biggest video, 100,000 people. That's a lot of people. Even those with 10,000. That's a lot of people. My channel has many hundreds of thousands of views. That's a lot of people. That's a lot of influence. That's a lot of people that I have supported through the years. And you can do the same. I think that's big success. Now, how about making friends? There's some people who have been coming into these chats and they've been saying hello and they comment on my videos and wow, you know, 
I, I appreciate you being here. And we talk back and forth. But that is an amazing thing. The ability to start connecting with people around the world. That is a successful opportunity. And I have, because of the YouTube community, made friends, real friends who I connect with. The value of that is huge, especially during a time when so many people feel alone with this pandemic going on. But you know what? There are opportunities business-wise too. But those business ideas that you see, this is further down the line. I've talked about influence. I've talked about the friends I've made. But the money is, is further down the line because it's not as important. If you're in it for the money, you're going to quit because you're not going to make it very quickly. <laughs> I mean, that's just the bottom line. You're not going to make it very quickly in most cases or as fast as you think you should. If you're getting on YouTube for a quick buck, you have something coming. <laughs> it's, not, it's very rare. It can happen, but it's so rare. Again, as I mentioned, the people who have a lot of success have been around for years, years building it. But you can make some money. And I have a uh, podcast on the different ways in which you can make money. You can certainly do, and I would recommend you check out that podcast. You can certainly get the YouTube AdSense, which is just a small portion, quite honestly, you know, 10, 20% of what YouTubers actually make in most cases, if they do it right and use the, create their channel like a business. That, I mean, that is, that's part of the solution. But the real solution is, like I said, you have influence and you can network and you can build relationships with people and brands who maybe you want you to sponsor. You, you know, certainly making money with all the new things that YouTube is trying to roll out such a, or has rolled out over the last uh, couple of years, such as, such as Super Chad and such as the merch uh, shelf and, and, of course, sponsors and so forth like that or memberships. Those are things that, you know, you can make a little bit of extra money on. But the most money I've made comes from consulting. People see my work. And they say, oh, he's an expert in the field. Maybe he can help my company, and they pay me direct. That has been high value to me. But ultimately, I appreciate the opportunities that, that come around in many different forms. And I think the balance of it all. A little bit of money never hurts. I am not saying I don't like to earn money on YouTube. But it should be a balance. And allow yourself the room to find success in many different areas and not just monetarily because if it is all money i think if you if, if you do it only for the money it's going to be slower than you think it should and you're going to quit and you're not going to feel successful at all and as i mentioned before the only thing you can really do is compare you to you you don't know what other social media they have behind them the people who you're comparing yourself against. You don't know what opportunities led to them to where they are. You don't know, necessarily know how long. Again, a lot of people think I've been on this channel working it hard for 10 plus years. No, I've been doing it for about four years. And so that's, that's the deal. Okay, I am ready to get into some questions as we wrap this portion up. If you have questions related to growing a YouTube channel, this is the Tube Labs podcast for those of you who are not familiar, and the tubeblog.com is where it's hosted. I'm going live here. Um, Susie says, yes, I do it because I enjoy it. 
absolutely. The only way you're going to keep going. If you don't enjoy, if you're just chasing things and chasing topics, which a lot of people try to do, uh, you just burn out. You burn out. Those of you who, uh, again, are coming in, uh, Two Blabs Podcast, you can catch it on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, wherever you wish. It's been around for a little over a year, and I do have guests, and I do have some guests coming up. I am looking forward to it. How are you able to stream to two YouTube channels? Very good question, Justin. I'm using Restream, and that's Restream.io. It's working out pretty well. I've just started using it, and I'm I'm pretty happy with the interface. I'm happy with the way it's working. So right now, I am currently streaming to Periscope. Someone popped into Periscope and it's like, there's no one here. Who are you talking to? (laughs) Which is fair. And and I I think maybe I won't send off to Periscope, although I do have a decent following on Twitter in general. Um, And then I'm I'm also streaming to, uh, I think, a couple Facebook spots, so a group as well as a page. So OBS out to restream. Um, I, you know, I've used OBS in the past, and I wasn't really. It just seems so complicated. <laughs> I mean, it worked; it was fine, and but I hate the delay. And restream is just straight up. It's so easy. It's it's web based, and so uh, I find it. I f- I'm finding it very easy. Um, and so I'm. It, but it's all there is a cost to it. So, or there is limitations that if, if there's a free version, it's very limited. And uh, so there are a couple steps in there so you can have more options. Like, for example, the base level, you can stream to one Facebook and one YouTube. So I, I have another level that allows me to go to mul- multiple. Okay, uh, a question from last week. And it was about suggestive videos. And we talked about suggestive videos. And what are some of the, my best tips for getting more suggested videos and I have to tell you based on my experience you know you're going to get most of your suggested videos especially in the beginning from you and you want the so each of these algorithms is separate so you want to train the the suggested video um, algorithm in a way so I think playlists are huge I'm kind of bummed that they're taking away the um, the button to make it the exclusive playlist for those videos but Maybe it really doesn't matter, but using playlists to help videos become suggested to each other is a great way to go about it. Ah, Susie. My channel is since 2013, and I had no idea what I was doing. You know what? None of us had any idea what we were doing when we started our channels, but don't we learn? Don't we learn over time? We start to... You know, we start to gain the knowledge. We start to watch some of those gurus out there and get their information and, um, and start practicing and testing and seeing what works and what does not. And here's the thing. It's so important to test because I may share some ideas that work, but it may not work specifically for your channel. And, you, of course, you have, you know, Nick Nimmin and Brian G. Johnson and Daryl Eves and Tim Schmoyer and, and Roberto Blake who have great ideas and many, many more. Owen Video, uh, Brian uh, Patel, who should be coming on the show relatively soon. Um, I, I do have a number of people lined up to come on the show. Now, I won't do those live. Um, usually what I'll do is keep these shows and put them in as a bonus during the week. I'll still do a live show, but I'll have it as a bonus show. I, I don't record these the the other one's live. Okay, being authentic, having value, and not coming off uh, contrived is what's working. What working out? Yeah, that's a, that's a fair statement. Fair statement. And I think one of the issues with 
a lot of my videos, um, kind of uh, the and the Rosh Silas channel is that I, I I have for years cringed and yelled at myself because <laughs> I just start yelling at the camera and it's just like you know no one wants to be yelled at. <laughs> But it's just the way I kind of go at the camera. Hey, I, you know, and it just it just was not the right way to go. But um, I've noticed consistency is making this is from Susie. Um, I've noticed consistency is making a huge difference at least once a week in publishing uh, for the. Yeah. You know, consistency is helpful. My key thing is I think consistency is as much for you and me as it is for the the viewers. Uh, viewers is helpful. It depends on the type of show you have. Some shows it being, you know, a show every Tuesday at noon. Okay. And, and your followers are looking for that. That that can be very helpful. But I think ultimately having a schedule and keeping that schedule and going along with it and knowing how, when you're going to publish, that consistency is as much to keep you going. Because if you say, oh, I can just do it any time, then you just keep pushing it off, and next thing you know, you have a dead channel. <laughs> so I think it's important that for you too. But good, good, good statement. Um, yes, don't subscribe to people unless the upload consists. Yeah, yeah, that that yeah, it, it's helpful. I mean, if you if you see a great video that you like, and then you go to their channels. I said this all the time with blogs too. You know, you find a, a blog posting, wow, great information. Then you see they haven't posted for three six months. You're not gonna subscribe, of course. Thank you, everyone, for joining us on the Tube Labs podcast. You can catch the Tube Labs podcast on iTunes and, of course, Stitcher Radio, among other locations where you like to listen to podcasts. TheTubeBlog.com is its home host. And, of course, if you haven't already, leave a review somewhere and from your favorite, your favorite podcast source because that does help the show, and I appreciate you. We'll talk to you next week on the Tube Labs podcast. The Tube Labs podcast is hosted at thetubeblog.com.